Welcome to the From the Terraces podcast. We are back after the festive period and we're going to look ahead towards the FA Cup third round. I am Rory Fallow and I am joined by Sunderland's number one gym enthusiast, Matthew Keelan. Evening. All right. How are we? Yeah. All right, Matthew. Hitting the gym at six o'clock in the morning these days. This is a radical transformation. Well, not radical transformation, actually. That makes it sound like uh, one of those guys like the sub. Well, not like the subway guy, actually. You don't want to be like him for other reasons. But like holding out your your trousers like for a dramatic weight loss. You obviously weren't (laughs) at that stage, but 6 a.m. at the gym. Like, well, is is everything okay? (laughs) Well, I just, you know, we've we've all overindulged in the last few weeks. So I just, Rather than sort of go on like a, a sensible sort of eating plan for a, for the rest of the year, what I do is take things to the extreme <laughs> and don't really eat anything and go to the gym loads. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, I think we have to like say that we can't really endorse that behaviour. No, well, we? I mean... But then again, whenever yourself. do we endorse any of our behaviour, <laughs> Speak for yourself. I mean... <laughs> as long it, as you are having a nice day. As long as you're happy, youngin. That's all that matters. I enjoy it. I've actually, to be fair, like I'm up anyway. Like, yeah, you infuriatingly don't need to sleep. Actually, have we ever discussed this on the pod? I before? don't know. I or don't just really in need person? To sleep very much, um, apart from like once a month as well. This is yeah. established. Yeah, once a month I'll have like a proper lie in there, like <laughs> with one of them. But usually, like you're up till like half one, and then just awake. At half six, like uh, uh, that baffles me. Like absolutely, like sometimes seven. If I go to sleep at half one, I can probably comfortably sleep until like, I can comfortably sleep for ten hours, basically. Oh, so I, I sleep for ten hours, but I can't go to bed early. That's my problem. Yeah. So even on a weeknight, I'm going to I'm maybe going to bed about like eleven o'clock, like ish. But then you're not really going to sleep until about midnight. Yeah. And I'm going to get up at like. If you're going in the office, like about seven o'clock. Thankfully, I work from home quite a lot and don't start until 10 o'clock. So I can't right. sleep until about nine o'clock. So I am very right. fortunate. But then like you check your phone and the WhatsApp group's got like 100 messages already. And you realize yeah. like everyone else has been awake from a normal time. And you feel really <laughs> guilty. And this is why I'm I'm quite jealous of your of your methods, to be honest, Matthew. Is there is there a secret to this lack of need and sleep? No, not really. I mean, because everyone, everyone always goes like, what time do you get up? I'm like, oh, like half six, six o'clock, whatever. And it's usually Saturday when it, it's up. Like I get up even earlier on a weekend for some reason. Which is and better uh, though. Which is better. No, it, it is, is easy. It, it's it's so much easier to get up earlier on a weekend. Though. Oh, I is. think that's true. Oh yeah, and it's easier to get up as the week goes on. I find, even though you probably should be more tired. Like yeah, I always yeah, find. Yeah. Like, no, no, I. Um, and then, well, you'd be, you must be knackered now. It's like eight o'clock, and you've been up like fourteen hours. No, not really. <laughs> I'm just about to go out. No bad. Right. Yeah, it is. It is infuriating, really infuriating. Um, but we're we're talking about the health kit. You're not doing like dry January or anything like that. No, I'm doing no. that. I'm just like running loads. Okay, fair enough. Great. Um, yeah, I was thinking of like not having a beer tonight. We're recording on Friday. Ap- apologies, you won't be hearing from us again. That's a bit late this week. We couldn't cram it in. Um, but no, we, yeah. I'm going unfortunately. to. Unfortunately, 
Um, well, yeah, see, I wasn't really going to do anything like that. But then Eleanor says, oh, I really fancy a pint. And I was like, yeah, me too, actually. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh go on no, then. Twisted my arm. <laughs> twisted my arm, yeah. Because I was like, on Monday, squeezing the last out of the Christmas holidays, I was like, ah, a few beers tonight. Like, even though battle work tomorrow, but you know, you oh, still did you got... have beer? I'd say I didn't have a beer on Monday. So yeah, was, uh... well, I did on the proviso of like, well, I won't on Friday because we're going to go into work for a couple of hours on, on Saturday morning. Oh, so course, I was like, yeah. Probably won't be having much of a drink on Friday, but hey, looks like I am now. Six um, well, oh no, not six. Um, <laughs> uh, nothing more than a four. I'm treating it like a Thursday. A Thursday okay. four right, could be on the nice. could be on the cards for the night. Um, th- well, let's take care of a bit of housekeeping before we move on to stuff this week. We've got to go through the poll winners from the Christmas special that we did um, just before Christmas, obviously. And we did a write-off, <laughs> a have a word and a best ever of the year. Um, have a word of the year. Matthew, your choice was successful Successful in that. International breaks Ooh. came out on top with 75% of the vote. Being, that was uh, my... close when I checked that one as well. I know, like I that... remember that being close to a point like, as well. That was like, because I was thinking, oh, fair enough. I'd, like people do... You know, pretend to like international football, so that's like a a thing that I wasn't expecting to win that one. And oh, great! Oh, delighted! Now. Yeah, three quarters of the vote and beating out Everton for the have a word of a year. Um, the I actually voted for Everton, so <laughs> <laughs> sympathy vote for me. Same. So there's two of the um, the write off of the year that went to uh, my nomination of Barcelona. A bit tighter mm. that one though. 55.6% to 44.4%. VAR was Matthew's nomination in that one. I thought VAR um, might have won there, but I guess quite reflected in the vote being quite close. Yeah. Um, but hilariously, the best ever of mm. the year with 63% of the vote, beating mm. Ben Britt and Diaz, who only got 37%, was the Asda coffee machine. And- right, well, it, just before you celebrate, it won't be winning the best ever of this year. Oh no! Oh yes, you tweeted about this. Actually, you tweeted the the pod account. How could I forget it? <laughs> Just to stop you in your tracks before you start and wax the little about that finger in here. Breaking break news. <laughs> it's broken. Oh no! What day did you tweet about this being? Well, it's been broken like? all week. All week. This has maybe been ongoing since Christmas as well. This it, might have been like. I mean, either they're trying to fix the pricing issue. Oh no, no, oh, then it's right. What's worse then? It never being fixed or it being fixed and the pricing issue is addressed. I think they're both, for me, they're both, you know, one and the same because, yeah, should it, should the pricing issue be fixed, then it won't be hearing from me again, like that coffee machine, really. But I won't be paying, you know, the extra 20 pence. No way. Um, Absolutely not. I'll just go to Greg's then. So, like, <laughs> so, like, to be fair, it should be cheaper than Greg's because you have to basically make your own. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah, you're putting the work like, in there. Like, it's shit, really. But, like, <laughs> I'd like to withdraw my, 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 my submission for this coffee machine. <laughs> I've been just, thinking about it like, uh, since I broke. And I was like, 
Ah, good, really. This is it. <laughs> yeah, you were taken in by the deal, maybe. Um, I think it is better if it just breaks now. Than, oh, like, yeah. Sales. But, like, it's, it's still there. Like, oh, <laughs> yeah, you're gathering <laughs> dust for years. Yeah, <laughs> definitely, definitely. Who owns this? Who rented this? Like, no idea. <laughs> no rent- one knows. A man just what, put there was it a there. Fella- <laughs> yeah, there was a fella who worked here a few years ago. <laughs> and uh, he brought it in. Uh, wait, uh, oh, that's never to do with me. That like, pocketing the cash like the um, the Bristol Zoo car park attendant. <laughs> that story which always goes around. No one, I, I don't even. Apparently, actually, so, didn't it get uh, confirmed recently that that is actually true? Have I made this yeah, up? No, because everyone I, thought for a while it might just be a myth. No, I, I think it is true. I'm sure it's true because I always thought it was true. Yeah, it's... I was always a bit skeptical. Oh, the Rondo was here, like um, the uh... <laughs> no. Uh, so basically, just while Rory looks this up, yeah, I'm not very, <laughs> I'm not very happy about the coffee machine, um, but you know, we we move on. I'll find a new scam to to keep oh, myself yeah. happy. Um, well, there's an article here on the Bristol Post that says the headline is there is truth behind the urban myth of the Bristol Zoo car park and attendant. Um, new research discovered by a campaign group fighting to stop research. visitors to Bristol Zoo parking on the nearby <laughs> downs. has unearthed a fascinating history, which they might say I'm expert. I'm not going to go into the whole article, but yeah. There's I'm just reading the whole article. Yeah, good deal. Like, <laughs> fair, good, good promo for the for the Bristol Post. For the Shales um, Gazette. <laughs> yeah, good. Well, any JPI newspaper is welcome <laughs> on From the Terraces podcast. Um, but yes, there is some truth to it, thankfully. Um, nearly 10 minutes in here. We've barely touched on football. We about coffee machines um there's not a lot of football gone on so sleep no well he hasn't actually a lot of covid outbreaks um our club affected by that breaking news in the past couple of hours or so as well um so yeah we'll we'll get to the fa cup games later in the pod hopefully they're still happening um not sure because like you say matthew with where to start because it's it's weird after the back of the coming off the back of the christmas period isn't it especially a one that's been so stunted like this. But I guess Man United, I know there was some games hmm. called off for them earlier in the Christmas period, but they managed to be consistent by being <laughs> absolutely fucking dog shit, didn't they? Oh, God. Like, I watched them I watched them uh, play Newcastle. And like Newcastle should have won that game. It was mad. Like, Man United were appalling. Oh, yeah. were um, and then they were managed to be even worse against Wolves. Oh, against Wolves. Like... So bad. Wolves, it's the first time I've properly watched them this season. And to give them a bit of credit... They were they good, did, like. They deserved the win. You can see why they don't score many yeah. goals. Um, really good until they get like into the box or in that final third. The build-up play is excellent. Like, Pedence was played really well, but again, just wasn't there wasn't that final yeah. ball. And then obviously this is this one game. He maybe does create a lot more chances, and he was still like a threat. And I think that he got man of the match, didn't he? And, and the stats yeah, bared that out. But you can see why they don't score many goals. But then to lose one nil to oh. the side away at home as well to the side who don't score many goals and. I know Fernandez hit the bar, and there was the chance early on where Sancho should have played Ronaldo in, but yeah, they didn't really. Maybe I've forgotten a chance or two, but they didn't do a lot, did they? Man, they deserved nothing from that game for me. No, nah, they didn't. No, the the uh, it's not even one of them games where like oh Sancho plays that in in the goal and wins three 0 It wasn't like that. They weren't playing. No, no, that, I so agree. Yeah, they weren't playing like well. They couldn't put two passes together. Like Fernandez came on and. 
I mean, he really should have scored when he hit the bar. Mm-hmm. But, like, they didn't really take... He's a good goalkeeper, that Wolves. Uh, Saar, is it Saar? It was a Saar, yeah. Yeah. Um, and they, but they didn't really test him. He made the save at the end from the free kick. Which the commentator has got far too carried away with. It was on well, his side of it. <laughs> he should have always saved it. Like, it was a decent save. He it had was to still a, make it. It was a good stop. But like, <laughs> outstanding <laughs> save. I yeah, think went like really. Not. And I get it was like a tense moment. It was <laughs> like the last kick of the game. But it was like, I know that's effectively, you can say, won them the points because it's like yeah, the but, full stop of the game. But like, come on. If he let Yeah, but he's in, just been in goal, right? That's like, he's just. It was it was because they'd built up this in the heads, the yeah. commentators, you could see it, because Fernandez had taken the free kick off Ronaldo and it was oh like he stepped up and he's he's taking responsibility for it and he's put it in the top corner. And they were desperate for that to go in. Oh, you could 100%. just see and it was like I mean he's he's just gone on his side of the goal, he's just sort of saved it. <laughs> it, it was a decent save. He didn't exactly get it out of danger either. Like it was a good yeah. like it was a decent save, but Good keeper, and yeah. I mean, not as good as John Ruddy, of course. Oh, not oh, as good yeah. as John Ruddy, but but who is? But who is? To be fair, um, yeah. and before we move on from Man United, that Newcastle game as well, oh. they were absolutely shocking. And what was great for me personally in that game when it was still one nil to Newcastle, uh, just finished saying to me, I was like, Man United are so bad here. I don't know why I said this, but it was like, if Man United equalise here, I'm going to donate twenty pounds to a charity of your choosing. Finish uh, the sentence and then come yeah, on, yeah, start really. to make it one one. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know, quite good. I willed yeah. that in in a way. I need to still make the donation. Actually, I <laughs> no, but seriously, I'm not making the donation. <laughs> no, but seriously, like no, he is not, I'm not giving you twenty quid, young. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I just that game was amazing because I, I was watching it. I watched it in the pub and the um when he missed that chance right at the beginning of the second half, so maximum. Mm. Um, if that that was a game where if that goes in, I think Newcastle would have beat them four 0 Like yeah, yeah, it was, definitely. and then the Man United just got like the worst goal of all time at the other end. Yeah, and it was, I mean, hilarious. But just they're just rubbish. And at this fella, <laughs> as for you, Ralph Rangnick, whatever <laughs> your bloody name is, he's. I'm calling it now. He's a loser. Well, this is it, isn't it? Like, fair enough. He's good in that in the sort of technical role, but. People are rightly pointing out, for as much as he's influenced the likes of Klopp and, and Tuckle, and as I say, he's, he's good in that sort of upstairs role, his biggest achievement in management is getting Schalke to the Champions League semi-final. And yeah. that was a long time ago. And also, yeah, I was going to say, when was he influencing these managers? Yeah, exactly. Like, these managers have been managing for 10, 12 years now. Yeah, they, exactly. They, I'm not having him at all. Well, it's like... Um, Oh my god, his name's just totally gone out of out of Bielsa. Sorry, I just totally forgot his name. Bielsa's no, like a massive, either. a massive influence on the likes of Guardiola, but you wouldn't yeah. put him in charge of Manchester City. No. Maybe maybe a club of that size 15 years ago or whatever, but it, it, it is different, isn't it? And yeah, I think I think you're right. Like there's all this talk about Ranjik will, will go upstairs and potentially put a philosophy at Man United, which uh, I guess still I, I could get that. happen. I guess that, but I just think that for, for me. What are Man United trying to achieve with this appointment? I don't get it at all. It's not like an interim coach is like, it, I don't, I just don't. It, the, the season's gone. They might as well have kept Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. Like, the season's well, dead. That's why they've appointed him, I think. So they needed just something so different from Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. So they've had, do you know what I mean? They could but have, they're even worse. Yeah, they might as well have gone down another ex player sort of well route. Have, yeah. 
Just giving it a carrot. Like because they've like fucked it so much and should have sacked all the ages ago, they've had to go for <laughs> the perceived experienced yes. manager, and it's just absolutely blew up in their face. Um, they're written off. Um, oh, well, that's them. Speaking right of write-offs, um, and, and we've mentioned Newcastle there, who are we saying for relegation, Matthew? Because that's been sparking mm. a bit of debate recently. Newcastle are going to spend, obviously they've brought in Kieran Trippier, that's gone through this week. Uh, Sven Botman, the hilariously named Sven Botman, is being linked with... I don't know who well. he is, I've just heard his name for the first time today. I've heard of him, but never seen him play. Like, ah. you know what I mean? Like, you know, when someone, loads of people go on about a player a lot, so you're like, well, he must be good. And like, yeah, have you seen him play? Yeah, no. no. <laughs> or no. if I have, I can't really remember. <laughs> um, so at the start of the season, I'm just having a quick look here. I said Burnley, Southampton and Norwich were going to go down. I'm fairly confident with Norwich is <laughs> still going to go down. Yeah. Although I had them 18th, which has been a bit optimistic. Mm. Um, Southampton are probably going to be and then you're looking at three two more from three aren't you Burnley, Newcastle and Watford what, what yeah. are we feeling from them do you agree with that Matthew is there anyone you'd have involved in that or uh, you, is it going to be two from those three joining Norwich I think it is more or less going to be two from those three Leeds I think are probably just going to have enough I think they'll They'll win a probably win a few games and be fine. The road, like to be fair, they're like six points clear of it anyway, or eight yeah. points clear of it. If um, you keep Rafinha as well, yeah, and obviously Bamford will be back. So, yeah. um, well, I, I think we'll know. I think we. I think Burnley have gone. To be honest, I think yeah, it's I too. Think well. They just look shot and like they just look like they really have ran their race yeah. in the Premier League. Um, and um, Cornet going to Afcon as well, so that's him that, gone yeah, for like, potentially a, a month. And he, like that free yeah. kick he scored against Leeds, like a brilliant strike, incredible strike. And but that's what they're relying on at the minute. I know people like Wood are like decent players and probably good for a but few. Again, goals, no, but again, no, like Wood yeah. will be pushing thirty, and like they're just kind of it's massively just stagnated. It has, and it, it's. It was gonna happen, like in I don't know. I, I just think I think Watford are awful. I think they're I think they've got an awful manager. Yeah, I think he's. A, I honestly think Ranieri, Ranieri is a terrible manager, and he he. But Newcastle are rubbish, and yeah, the, that's the thing. The, and I know they're gonna buy, and I know they're gonna spend. They've lost Callum Wilson. It, it's we've seen. You know, we've seen Man United, we've seen City have spent billions trying to buy a goal scorer. It's not easy to do. Yeah, yeah. No, no. They, they might well show the defence up, and I'm sure they will, and I'm sure they'll be a lot better as a side going forward. But I think we'll know a lot more about Newcastle. They play, they play Watford and Leeds the next two games. And I think if they get six points from them, then they'll be fine. Yeah. But I think if they don't win either of those games, I think, then... Because the need of one, one, let's not forget, no matter how bad the other sides are, Newcastle have won one game in 19. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, that's that's two wins a season. <laughs> like yeah, it's not no. keeping you up. <laughs> it's so, not, it's <laughs> not. And well, the, the need to beat Watford leads as the one that can probably because the need to drag Watford. Into it. Like you said, yeah. Leeds are, are probably going to be. Well, Watford then play Burnley a couple of days later. Yeah, and even so, though Burnley have the two games in hand, 
<laughs> Newcastle are level on points with them. And Newcastle will be one for Newcastle will be one Burnley to win that game. Oh yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. I think I don't think that's a bad shout because they've only played one more than than Watford, so they could be going. There's the potential. I don't know when obviously rearranged games are going to fall, but they could end up being level on points with Watford with the same amount of games played potentially. Yeah. Anyway, depending on how the runner fixtures fall, but. I do think I agree with what you say about Newcastle. They will show the defence up, but is that going to be negated by the fact that they're gonna they're gonna have to address the goals? Because everything Newcastle fans have said, even since the start of the season, was if we keep Callum Wilson fit, we'll, we'll yep. stay up. And and I agree with that. I think they will because I think that will <laughs> potentially negate some of the defensive issues. Obviously, we saw them draw what's it like three three with Brentford, so it doesn't work yeah. all the time, but. With him injured, St. Maxim's injured as well. There's their two big talismanic players. They're going to have to replace potentially both of them. Because even the likes of Joe Willock, who was excellent for them at the end of last season. He was great. Has been poor. And you can see why Arsenal let him go and obviously brought in Erdogan. It's like quite a not very Arsenal bit of business, actually. Um, Yeah, I I agree. Burnley are gone. And then it is just a toss-up between Newcastle and Watford I'll tell but, you what, if Everton keep playing like they are. Oh, yeah, well, Everton are level on points with Leeds, actually, both on 19 <laughs> points. Everton are game less, in fairness to them. But yeah, that's absolutely wild. Like, they definitely like should have been uh, having a word with. They definitely should have won that poll ahead of um, yeah, whoever beat them, even though I only said it 20 minutes ago. International already. International breaks, well done. Um, yeah, but yeah, so we, we stick with Norwich. We're sticking with Burnley and then... I'll go, I'll call it then. I'll... I'll go after what's really going to get relegated. I I just think the manager's awful. I just think Newcastle will have that later. I think they'll do what Sunderland usually do and and see it coming. Newcastle have got a lot of tricky games out of the way as well. Yeah, they came through that sticky patch. Obviously, Burnley winning a couple of their games in hand does totally change it, but... Still in touch, and that's what the one. Yeah, really. I mean, I think it speaks volumes for the quality of the Premier League that you can win one game <laughs> in nine, in half the season and oh, yeah. be within a win of safety. Hey, but in fairness, it's, Matthew, it's, we we've not been complaining about that level of form in the past, so no, <laughs> I will give them that. Um, full of absolute loser clubs, the Premier League. <laughs> Yeah, much rather be in League One, absolutely. <laughs> <Real> <laughs> no, the championship. Man. Happy medium, the championship. <laughs> um, we're not. We're not going to talk about the, the top of the league because that's sewn up now. No, Chelsea and Liverpool absolutely fucked us. Man City are obviously going to win the league. <laughs> um, right before we go to a break, we've got to talk about this. Um, this has been mm. the big story dominating football this week. It is, of course, the chaotic. Sussex derby between Whitehawk and Three Bridges, the non-league clash that went viral this past week. Um, right, let's just start. We've, we, I'm sure you've all seen it. I'm going to play it here and we'll we'll run through it. I'm sure you can remember it, Matthew. I saw this circulating actually before yeah, we start earlier in the week, and I kept scrolling past it because I was watching the first like. 15, 20 seconds, and everyone's like, "This is why non-league's great." But it starts off with just a couple of like crap shots within it's the first 10 seconds the and yeah and you're like well i've seen that in league one to yeah. be fair 
Um, fair enough, on 12 seconds into the clip, three bridges do take the lead with a bit of hilarious goal kick. And then, <laughs> it's the keeper, man. It's and not, not a terrible finish, to, be, to give no, credit, no, in the context not. of this yeah. terrible, terrible On football. a ploughed field, I might add. Oh, yes, the pitch as well. We need to talk about the pitch, because, my God, that is like some... You know when you watch, like, the big match revisitors? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. ITV 4, yeah. 1am. Like, this is what the pitch looks like here, doesn't it? Oh. <laughs> And then, yeah, so three bridges to lead, a bit of a calamity of a goal. Um, we've got another shot cannoned over the bar from Whitehall. There were so many shots from distance that just go over the bar. Like, it's so funny. <laughs> Are they just thinking, the pitch is so bad. Yeah. We're not going to try work the on the bar. <laughs> One thing I really like about it as well is how all the stands look like temporary, especially behind one of the goals, <laughs> the goal to the right. It's like a mini Gillingham, actually. Yeah, way, it's, isn't it? it's great. It's just like the shots, like, they get further away as it goes <laughs> on. Like It's just like, you've missed by so much. Like It's like, you're not even close. Uh, we get right second rid of the second half now. Ball coming across um, three bridges should should be at least making contact and hitting the target, but your man just lets it go <laughs> over him completely. <laughs> <Just> sails, <up. laughs> um, and now we get and this is twenty six seconds in. This is where things start really getting good because we get the first the first three I think coming up here of five red cards. In the yeah, game. there's so many red cards. It, 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 a standard non league scrap. We can say yeah. it's hard to tell what's going on. In the melee, exactly. But all players involved. Goalkeepers running up. Whitehawk player goes to the floor. You see the number nine for Whitehawk. He sees red. The number 11, the goal scorer for three bridges. He sees red. And then another player, I think it's the number four for three bridges. He sees red. And then I'm, I'm confused as to why three people were sent off for that. Because it just seemed like a melee. Yeah, really. it did. But like, this is what the great thing about editing this is. It then just cuts to another shot sail yeah, like hilariously yeah, over great. the back. That's what makes it so funny. It's all like... <laughs> the quick editing is fantastic um, <laughs> then we get another foul no, nothing given there um, and again another scrap here referee trying to get involved and break it up a little bit They're trying to take the free kick quickly white talk with three bridges just block it straight a really petty nothing given there are we there, at the bit though. where I think where he, where he's through it and he just falls <laughs> yeah, that is exactly where we're up to now <laughs> So to talk you through that, we've got it doesn't really you don't really see how the attack sort of starts for man for three bridges on the right hand side. Number 16 for three bridges is just go like the screenshot I've paused this on now is so funny because he's a mile on side by the fullback of the right winger for the for three bridges. And then the two center halves are chasing. The two uh, White Ox centre-halves, rather, chasing the three bridges forward. And they're just so far away. Everyone's like, how have you got this clear? And you're like, right, this is going to be a funny goal coming up. And then he slotted in. Nice ball. Gets it to him, like, really quickly. And he just collapses. (laughs) He just falls over. Just like his knees just buckle. But, like, it's... what He's just gone. It's like sniper territory. (laughs) <laughs> At this point, I want to I do want to point out this video on Twitter has 4.4 million views as well, <laughs> which is quite great. Um, so that chance has gone. The chance to double LEs. We then get a Whitehawk player just slam a three bridges player <laughs> to the floor in the center circle, like totally just dives on top of him. Which <sighs> I don't know. The referee seems to show him a straight red for this. I'm not sure if he if he was already on a booking, but. 
Is it violent conduct? He's obviously not trying to play uh, the ball, but it's not like he's through on goal or anything. I don't like... know. He has. I mean, it will have hurt. Us, <laughs> it will have he hurt. Just slammed him off the deck. I think the reason I don't think it's a, like I'm saying it's not a red card is because it's like not violent enough. It's so shit. Yeah, in the context of this game, like. <laughs> Exactly. I just want to know why he's done that though. Like, just block him off or something. Like, <laughs> idiot. So good. Um, and then we get uh, three bridges player fouled on the edge of the box. The White Hawk. De- um, oh, sorry, a three bridges defender fouled. The White Hawk player really unhappy about this and just goes to grab them <laughs> and pick them up off <laughs> the floor. And then the best red card <laughs> follows this a total. <laughs> Kung Fu kick from the three bridges <laughs> player catching the White Hawk player on the knee. <laughs> and what I really like about this, well, two things, is the three bridges player who like tries to remonstrate with the referee and see yeah. the ball. No, oh, I didn't touch him like you mean. Like he did. <laughs> then the miracle. Listen to this, you did touch him. <laughs> you did, yeah. If you are <laughs> listening to this, you definitely did. But then the white, the fact that the white hawk player seems fine, which is mental because he's just oh, been naked, yeah. and he's just like laughing, like he's in shock almost <laughs> at watch. Like, did you really try? It? Why did you do that? <laughs> You're gonna get sent off now. No bad. <laughs> and um, I'm fine. Wait. <laughs> another shot over the bar. Um, goalkeeper with a terrible pass, probably not aided by the pitch <laughs> to his defender. Shit goalkeeper as well. Thanks. <laughs> He's like, yeah, he has been, to be fair. It's a mirror. It's not like it's 1-0. They've had loads of chances and he's kept his team in it. Like, no, it all, like, he's like, everything. it's 1-0 despite him, really, it's isn't just it? Like, yeah, he's shit. It's 1-0 because everything's gone over the bar. That's <laughs> well, yeah, as is exemplified here when the number seven <laughs> for three bridges is through one-on-one. The keeper's scrambling at and see why he's trying to take the shot early, but he doesn't have to. He could have taken more touches and then just balloons the ball out of the ground. It does a Fuzzy great dude. embarrassed little jog away as well. <sighs> And then we have the final whistle. Three bridges hang on for the three points. Uh, they win one nil. Five sendings off overall. I mean, that's best ever. Have a word. It's right. So off, great. Off it territory. is. We don't need to do anything though. All rolled into one. Um, <laughs> right. We need to recover from that. So we're going to go to a quick break. When we come back, Matthew is going to have a look at the career. We're going to do a deep dive. We haven't done one of them for a while. And we'll look ahead to some of the FA Cup games as well. So stay tuned. Welcome back to the From the Terraces podcast. Before we continue, we would like to remind you to go to fromtheterraces.co.uk and use the discount code BESTEVER10. That will get you 10% off all your beautiful From the Terraces garments. Why don't you spend some of your Christmas money on some gorgeous terrace wear? And if you've got a little bit of money left over, why not take it to portbayhouse.com and you can save £5 when you use the discount code ftt 5 when you spend £25 or more, get yourself a discount on those lovely, lovely beers from lovely, lovely Gerard. Uh, Matthew, we just trailed yes, there before the break. We're going to go back in. You haven't, you've not done a deep dive for a while. So are you going to, like, why don't you let the listeners in on who you're doing a deep dive into the career of in the world of football this week? Well, it was mentioned a couple of weeks ago, wasn't he? Um, on, the, on the pod. And I've decided to look back at the, <coughs> the career of none of the land. Lenny Pidgeley. Yes, that last we've been waiting for this. Um, who's born in Twickenham, 
should have been a rugby player than you. Yeah, <laughs> uh, no, but seriously, like he's quite a talented goalkeeper. Uh, he was born on the seventh of February, nineteen eighty-four. So Ooh, he's, his birthday in one month. Uh, yeah, I know. Exciting. Um, yeah, of course, famously played Chelsea. Yes. Um, it's not. If I'm honest, I was doing his career, and it's not the best. Like nothing particularly funny. So we'll just go through it. Okay. Um, <laughs> made two appearances in the league for Chelsea, though. He's quite fortunate that Carlo Cudicini played for Chelsea because he came on as a substitute for Carlo Cudicini in the uh, in the final game of the 0-4-5 season when Chelsea won the league. So he came on for him against Charlton. So he was on the field when yeah. Chelsea won the Premier League. That's oh, excellent. Um, he was then on the bench for the League Cup final in the same season. Well, obviously prior to that, but in the, in the same season on the bench for the League Cup final because Carlo Curicini was injured. <laughs> <coughs> or suspended, sorry. He was suspended. Suspended? Wow. Um, I hope it was for Bukens rather than sending Injured, off. suspended, whatever. Uh, same thing. Um, and uh, he... Yeah, so he has a League Cup winner's medal for Chelsea. Brilliant. Uh, and uh, Mourinho... I believe. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then he played his. Well, he went on loan to Watford for the season. Makes sense. Um, and he played against Chelsea in the FA Cup. Uh, the again, which Chelsea won four <laughs> <laughs> nil. Cheers, a glowing, a glowing endorsement of, uh, of his. Interestingly, Chelsea uh, they, they they won that game and booked the next round trip to Scarborough. Ah, uh, yeah, I can vaguely remember that actually. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they they won one nil. John Terry oh. scored. Head oh, up. lovely. Yeah. So yeah, we returned and played uh, the final game of, of the all five or six season. Started against Newcastle because Carlo Cudicini, I believe, got injured in the warm-up for this one. Oh, oh, yes. <laughs> Love an injury in the warm-up, especially a goalkeeper as well. Great kill. And he was the number 40 for Chelsea nice. because Chelsea beat Watford 4-0 when he was in goal for Watford. <laughs> Is that actually why as well? <laughs> yeah. Oh, lovely. Oh, lovely bit of self-deprecating banter from Len there. Great stuff. <laughs> Um, from here, if we're honest, that's as good as it gets for Len. He, <laughs> he, uh, he, he went to Millwall, he signed a three-year deal at Millwall. He was their first choice. And then and then Wikipedia just goes, until the arrival of manager Kenny Jackett. <laughs> Very so, ominous. Like, yeah. Um, what did uh, Kenny have against him, I wonder? I don't know. But he went on, went on a lot of walking, um, ended up at Bradford, Exeter. And, and what, how many appearances is he making for these clubs? He's not making many. They're kind of like one <laughs> one year deals, really. Oh, oh, job and goalkeeper. Yeah, he then went to Newport though. He made fifty five appearances for Newport, I think. Oh, nice. uh, I didn't write that down. I forgot to write that down. <clears throat> um, but he was uh, he was actually brought in as cover on a free, I think, for a short term deal for the excellently named Alan Julian. Um, <laughs> And uh, but he was impressed while Mr. Julian was was injured, and uh, they rewarded him with a contract till the end of the season. And he played in the playoff final. Um, it was hey, 2013. He's getting, he's getting some final at Wembley card. I believe Millennium Stadium for that era of the League Cup. And but well, Wembley by this point, I would think. Wembley, well, Wembley in the, it was obviously the National League final. 
Um, but he helped Newport get promoted. And it was the first time a winner of the playoffs had not conceded any goals during the playoff mm-hmm. campaign. I don't know if that was just conference playoffs. I don't, I don't know that. No, it has, to, it has to be down to Len's influence, though, either way. You would me. think so, yeah. So that was his uh, second and final honour of his career. <laughs> <laughs> in 2013 he went on loan to Mansfield and then really from here he leather head oh. um, he went to Forest Green and didn't make any appearances uh, I think he might have made one appearance uh, Hastings Margate and there's uh, a Thandra it really tails off like quite quickly, doesn't it? Yeah. Because like, yeah, fair enough. You're not making a Chelsea Millwall when the you know in the championship. That's not too bad of a level to drop down. You'd expect to at worst become like be bouncing between the championship and League One in your career at that point. But then he just goes from there, like straight and on leagues. <laughs> like, yeah, like yeah, what? it's weird because like when he's winning, when he's at Newport, like he's only 29. Yeah, like so he's yeah. I know well, you can I find know. your level in that, but like, still, that's yeah. quite dramatic, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. But yeah, he'll always have those two appearances for Chelsea in the Premier League under Mourinho. Still lived the dream, young and hey, I'd, <laughs> I'd, I'd, I'd kill for even half of what you, your career was. <laughs> one appearance, <laughs> <laughs> one honour. <laughs> yeah, one. Yeah. But yeah, League Cup for him. Uh, yeah, not bad. I thought, if I'm honest, I thought his career was going to be more better than that. But there we are, Lenny Pidgeley. Lenny Pidgeley there, God, what a what a hero, what a hero. Not many enough Lennies in football as well. Lenny Lawrence obviously is another one. Can't think of any yeah. Lennies beyond that. Mm. A few Lens, like obviously if you look back, like more entire, but not many Lennies as well. That's no, not many distinction. Lennies. Tweet tweet us with any footballing Lennies. Um, oh, if you are called Lenny. Oh, if you are called Lenny, yeah, yeah. If, if you, you if are Lenny you, Henry. If you were shot in of mice and men, spoiler alert. Doing <laughs> <laughs> your GCSEs. Oh, I'm <laughs> Oh, no, I'm only joking. I kind of really fucking eight-year-old boo. <laughs> <laughs> Probably more like nine, actually. I don't know. Um, yeah, you mentioned Chelsea there before we move on to the FA Cup. <laughs> Romelu Lukaku's apology. Oh, apologies. Well. Apologies. <laughs> what? Why is he doing that? Why, why is he why? doing that? I, like, I don't know. it had been addressed. Like, Tuckle did the right thing, taking him <laughs> out of the firing line for um, what game was it recently that they played at Stamford Bridge? Uh, they Not against Liverpool. Liverpool. Yes, sorry, of course. Talk about the squad for that. Fair enough. Totally understandable. That kind of draws a line under us. Yeah. Everyone I'm is just stringing it all back up again. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, if he did this interview to kind of say to the Milan fans, look, I had a nice time. I'm still fond of the club, etc. Fair enough. You don't yeah. really need to, like, I think the f- most Chelsea fans would have been like, fairly understanding I don't think they were that yeah. arsed or whether you don't need to do like a really? crap apology video like that but really funny just a like a statement from him as well like, just like the way they tweeted it a statement from Lukaku like a message from Romelu or whatever it was yeah that just was it behave pack it in oh ridiculous but always nice to hear some apologies um, but we will be hearing from him again because we will be hearing from him again he did yeah and fell over um, and fell over it, yeah. Um, but still come for a win for the Chelsea, yeah, probably get the their place in the final. Um, who've Chelsea got in the FA Cup? Oh, yeah, Chesterfield. Uh, got Chesterfield as well. Yeah, Chester- Chesterfield in the league now. Are they no, in, they yeah, did fall in out of the league, league, didn't they? Um, how are Chesterfield doing in the national league? They're doing league? well at top of the national league, I believe. Oh, I mean, if this is true, like Google's not giving us the um the national league table at the minute, but we'll take we'll We'll take that, Matthew, at the top of the National League. Um, they're playing 5.30 at Stanford Bridge tomorrow. Do you, do you see an upset on the horizon? 
No, I think the um, <laughs> I think I, I think that must be on the telly, is it? If it's five thirty, you would think so. Yeah. Uh, no, I don't. No, no. Chelsea will win five or six now. Yeah. Timo Werner on the score sheet. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> He'll miss yeah. a penalty like he did against like whoever they played last season and like Stockport or something they yeah. played at home last season <laughs> Lenny Pidgeley in goal Lenny Pidgeley in goal for Chesterfield yeah the, the non-league <laughs> maestro absolutely no but for Chelsea <laughs> no no for Chesterfield absolutely coming back to the bridge um, got, some, got some quite good like sort of lower league sides um, versus the, the big boys in the FA Cup this week I'm not going to talk about Man City Swindon because that's, that's happening tonight you've already well um, Man City though no we haven't got any players have they so could be an upset, yeah. Could be, yeah it won't be, but like you know, yeah, you never know. Well, it could be like a Papa John's game, really. Could yeah, it? Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, but like Nathan like, yeah. Well, no, but that could happen in the Papa John's game, <laughs> yeah, as well, like, it? yeah. Like when Charlie like, Adam played against us, yeah, yeah. Oh, in Sunderland, where before we actually had to like play oh, as a senior yeah. side, when we play like Jan Kirchhoff, <laughs> yeah, and, like, Jack Rodwell, and people like yeah. that, but, yeah, mm. them days is over. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Well, speaking of teams who might have to put the kids out, Liverpool playing Shrewsbury. Um, Shrewsbury, of course, who took Liverpool to a replay in the FA Cup not too long ago. Drew yeah. 2-2 at home with them, didn't they? Um, this is at Anfield, though, on this Sunday. Um, I think 2 o'clock kickoff for that one. Um, don't know. Shrewsbury are not very good. Um, we no. know that. Haven't seen them in League One already this season, despite them getting a point from Sunderland. They've still not been the the best in the division, far from it. So comfortable win for Liverpool, but again, who knows? Could be a bit of a Papa John's fixture, couldn't it? But with like Divock Origi playing as well. Yeah, you just like this happened before. I think when when Shrewsbury took them to the replay, I think the Liverpool did play the kids, um, and they were in the room one 0 um, it'll just be something like 2-0 probably maybe yeah, yeah comfortable one and I don't see Morecambe troubling Spurs at all either Morecambe no. 19th in League One at the minute but you know it'd be nice for, for Cole Stockton to get involved oh, I love him I love him yeah like that I want to see him testing himself against um, you know like some Regulon and Spurs as a uh, tough defence especially with like Conte whipping them into shape these oh, yeah. days um, so I don't know shall we say shall we say 3 one Spurs for that because Cole Stockton yeah, I want to see him get a goal yeah. an equaliser they're not taking oh, the lead be nice. oh, an equaliser nice. yeah, 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 yeah. but then Spurs taking the lead again five minutes later Instant. shortly yeah 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 because yeah. yeah, it's that Spurs this as well so on the big stage for, for oh is court. it oh great yeah yeah absolutely um, more can be fair like going off the one time I've watched them this season they were like that a bit about them going forward. I thought, obviously, not much quality in there, but despite no. someone spanking them five nil um, a month ago, wasn't it? Was oh, like they had a goal disallowed, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, they, they had a, a little bit about them, and I remember us saying like during the game that you know maybe a bit fortunate to, but obviously the quality showed the, the longer the game went. Their goalkeeper on. isn't very good. Oh yeah, the goalkeeper's hilarious actually. <laughs> yeah. yeah, let's let's say five one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah. yeah, the big round goalkeeper. What's he called again? I forgot uh, about. I can't him. remember He's, his name. Oh, formerly oh. of Kilmarnock, I believe, because he played. He's played against Sunderland previously for Kyle Leatheran. That's him. Yes. Yeah, because who else did he play for? Plymouth. Plymouth, that's it. Yeah, he's yeah. If any Spurs fans listening, you're in for a treat with um 34 year old, um just turned 34. To be oh, fair, his, birthday's on, his birthday's on Boxing Day, so you know, nice, uh, nice, fest- busy, festive period for Kyle. There, he dropped he... all the presents. Like, no, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> oh yeah, I can't wait for that game. I'm not sure if that's on TV. It is on Sunday, but I'm not sure if that's yeah. On they do just randomly place them on Sundays, don't they? Yeah. Um, also on Sunday, I'm pretty sure this one's televised. Is Nottingham Forest it versus is. Arsenal? Um, Forest, who to be fair, since been enough Chris Hutton when you know early in the season were in relegation trouble. They're now ninth. Like Forest, oh, like. Well. Going to be making a push for the playoffs. They're only six points off. Um, I'm not a fan of this. I don't like Nottingham Forest. Yeah, but Nottingham Forest versus Arsenal is very like 1995 fixture, isn't it? Like, oh, it's very, very FA Cup third round. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. It very feels quite right that it would be in this competition. Maybe yes. fourth round, actually. Yeah, yeah, a little, yeah, a touch later. I agree. Nothing beyond the fifth, though. Yeah, yeah. absolutely not. No oh way. no, no way at all. Not in a semi-final or anything no, like that. Whoa, whoa, it would be whoa. a final, but in like 1991. Yeah, <laughs> which yeah, isn't yeah. didn't do them days off. Is that when Spurs? Uh, uh, sorry, Forest played Spurs in the FA oh, Cup final. Was that, was that yeah, around about then, isn't it? Yeah. Um, but yeah, could, should be a good atmosphere. I imagine the city ground will be packed out for this one. Arsenal will bring a big allocation. But I kind of feel like Arsenal, obviously, they're still in the, the League Cup. They've not played the semi-final first leg against Liverpool yet. That's going ahead next week. But like Arteta will be quite keen to get some silverware, especially with this young side. FA Cup could be uh, quite yeah. a decent one to target. I would expect, obviously, maybe a change or two, but maybe, a, I don't know, I'm just totally guessing here, but I still think I want to keep a bit of momentum. So maybe the likes of obviously Smith Rowe hasn't started a lot recently. So potentially a start for him. So this should be having too much for Forrest, shouldn't there? Well, I don't know. Predict- it's very boring. We're not predicting any shocks here, but come on. Yeah, but uh, nah, I, I just think probably a 3 1, maybe. Um, similar side to the one that played us, you'd think, really. Yeah, maybe um, a touch stronger to reflect, yeah. the, which is depressing, but you know, let's be real. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, nah, 3 3 1, maybe. 3 1, the good bet for that. Um, I can't think about any, they were the only FA Cup games I had noted down. Newcastle play Cambridge. Um, Cambridge yeah. aren't very good. We've witnessed that already. They'll win that 5 0 Newcastle. Yeah, yeah, they probably will. Again, Newcastle could, well, relegation bother, but they're all about like, well, oh, we're going to win trophies now, aren't they? So it yeah. could be one that, that they look at potentially. You Especially if they, you know, if they get through this, which they should, and then get a, a decent tie in the next round. Um, oh, Barrow playing Barnsley, so we'll spot Barrow for that. Um, oh, oh yeah. Boreham, Boreham Wood as well, they're still in it. Like, these, oh, like we're in the third yeah. round last year as well. They're at home to AFC Wimbledon, who, again, aren't very good. We've seen them this season. Um, so let's hope Boreham Wood can, can get through that and, I don't know, get like Man United away in the next round. Yeah, that would be good. Because then yeah. they'll beat Man United as well, of course. Well, they? they probably will, if you fair, like. <laughs> absolutely yeah they play Villa on Monday night we're not talking about that because I hate when like a game like that gets put on TV it's like why really boring I'd rather see Boring Wood versus Wimbledon to be honest like than yeah, Man United versus it's, Aston Villa. it's just ridiculous that that's on like that could be on any t- uh, yeah it's on, uh, they're it's ruined weird. now did I agree? Sure. <laughs> well, on that, we'll end the pod before we get too fuming. Um, thanks for listening to Coffee Machines, Sleeping Patterns, Lenny Pidgeley. Um, if you are called Len or Lenny, do get in touch. Um, and we'll be back with more of this nonsense next week. So as always, thank you very much for listening.